Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh here on The Fan. We'll be switching gears coming up here at the top of the hour. We'll talk a little bit more about who are you more upset at over this whole situation with Giannis. Giannis, his agent, or the Bucks front office? We're going to talk about that coming up at 3 o'clock. Don't forget, Packers get the Lions coming up on Sunday afternoon. Join Bill Michaels and Gary Ellison following the game for the Green and Gold postgame show here on The Fan. What does the film say? Ed said the most important thing is film study. Who looked good and who didn't? Why? Because you have to watch yourself repetitively over and over and over again doing the same thing. Let's ask Ben Fennell of the NFL Network. Brought to you by the Rocket Mortgage 2020 Pro Football Pick'em. $1,000 up for grabs every single week at radio.com slash picks. All right, joining us now, the aforementioned Ben Fennell from the NFL Network, film love analyst. Uh, we all love this guy, no question. Ben, thanks so much for coming like on. Smart people. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, and I love you guys just as much. Okay, Ben, first things first. So uh, we, we, we find out uh, that last week, uh, apparently, the players went to Mike Patton. Hey, uh, this is too hard. Can we simplify this defense, make it easier for us? We think that's the problem. They go out and get like seven sacks and, oh, everything's fixed. So, okay, so you watch the defense. How much actually changed uh, from the Packers' standpoint versus what they were doing previous weeks? I wouldn't say a whole lot, you know, conceptually. You know, I still saw some of those zone pressures. I saw some of the one-on-one terrors win their assignments that really, you know, haven't been yielding the results in 2020. At the end of the day, we don't get to face so many offensive lines like what the Philadelphia Eagles have been putting out week in and week out. 12 different combinations through 13 weeks, a lot of subpar talent. But those are the teams that you're supposed to put up these types of performances. It's a confidence builder, and you got to crush the bugs in the league. Do not let any of these trap games come and steal a game from you in December. So while I didn't see a whole lot conceptually different, I thought they executed outstanding against a clearly inferior ball club. A bit. I wanted to ask you this for a while now. This is Leroy Butler, by the way. Um, do you like the fact when you have a good corner that he follows the number one receiver and travels with him? Or do you like staying on left and right and just keep the integrity of the defense? Overall, do you have what do you what is your thinking of that? You know, that's a conversation we could probably talk for like an hour about because it's so philosophical. 
But to just kind of wrap it up in an elevator speech, I would leave it on a week-to-week basis. And I love having a shutdown corner that can erase a number one receiver when you need to. But keep in mind, New England Patriots, a dominant team, their philosophy was always let's double the number one receiver and let's put our number one corner on their number two. So it's clearly a, uh, you know, we're putting our best on their not best and erasing their best by putting multiple bodies mm-hmm. on them, which I love that foundation. So if you took a Jair and said, go erase their number two, we know you can do it and we know you can do it without help over the top. That gives your defense a lot of flexibility as well. And I'm seeing some things that Mike Pettin's doing with Jair and saying, you know what? Take that assignment one-on-one, and I'm going to allocate my resources elsewhere. A lot of the same stuff that him and Rex did with Revis back in the day, shading that safety over the other side and really letting Jair erase a receiver one-on-one with a whole lot of green grass. It's a dangerous situation, but it gives your defense so much flexibility if you have a true cover corner like we do in Jair Alexander. Yeah, yeah and- you play a t- oh, go, go ahead, Roy. Yeah, go ahead, oh, Ryan. Yeah, if Ben, when you I apologize, Gary, when yeah, you, you play a team twice, like you do in your division, you don't change very much. How much do um, what the defense will probably see from Daryl Bevel because he's been calling plays all year? To hey, man, they have their system. We could just study their system and know how to defend it. Yeah, you know that's a good question, and those second matchups are always interesting conceptually. Uh, you know, do you stick with what worked or you start to throw in all the wrenches? But as we're approaching December, we're clearly a playoff team. I think we have a couple victories under our belt that we're playing with a little bit of house money. So I think it's kind of time to be the tendency breaker. Throw in some wrinkles, oh, maybe some creativity, like some new formations, and give your opponents really something to think about as we enter the playoffs. December's the time to start spinning that Rolodex Start giving the jet sweeps again. Start giving the end around. Start building those packages that you want to build off of in January and really give your opponent something to think about. So when I look at a Detroit Lions team, I thought they beat them pretty comfortably, you know, in week two. I love that mm-hmm. formula. But I wouldn't be uh, too disappointed if they wanted to kind of change things up and maybe throw a, throw a couple wrenches at them. You know, I want to stay in that secondary, too, a little bit all over. You, you're looking at right now, uh, Rashawn Gary has had a pretty good month uh, together. And now all of a sudden, last two games, Darnell Savage is starting to play very well. What are you seeing now out of Savage that we really didn't see early in the year? Well, he's finally making some impact plays that get you up off your couch on Sundays. But <laughs> buyer beware, because when you Uh-oh. study him on a down-to-down basis, he mm-hmm. still has a lot of lapses, a lot of mental errors, a lot of plays where I'm saying, what are you doing in this assignment? You're in the robber role, and you're hesitant, coming down, taking away inbreaker. You're getting depth again. So, But having those big impact plays on defense, the interceptions, the sacks, the TFLs, they make us forget about some of those lapses. So as long as you're making those big splash impact plays, which we all know, that's what the safety position is all about. You make two or three impact plays, suddenly you forget about that missed tackle that you gave up a 20-yard gain. I also feel like they've been putting in some better roles to be successful, more run blitzes, crashing the line of scrimmage, robbing the middle of the field. He's not a good back-end player, particularly tackling or kind of reading, reacting to the quarterback's eyes from that center field position. I love putting him in assignment, go from A to B, take away inbreakers, or go blitz. And I think he's done a really good job with that role. 
Talking with Ben Fennell of the NFL Network here on the Wendy's Big Show. When we talk about the uh, NFC right now and how this all stacks up and the special teams by the Green Bay Packers. Now, they're not Chargers bad necessarily, but when you look at the NFC, is there one or two special teams unit better than the rest? You know, it's, it's tough to say. And it's, you know, special teams are one of those things you don't want to hear any news. Typically, it's a bad thing. Um, so, you know, the two punt return touchdowns, the block kick, they leave sour taste in their mouth. But, you know, I would prefer to go two, three, four games without having any headlines or news from the special teams unit because exactly. typically that means everyone's doing their job. You know, there are some good units around the NFL. New Orleans has a really deep special teams team. Tampa Bay puts out a pretty good unit. None of them are over the top. Nobody has Devin Hester's or Dante Hall's anymore that you're, you know, allocating resources and kicking away from return specialist you have to do your job protect up front you know stay in your rush lanes give the Philadelphia Eagles a great job you know in double teaming both gunners and getting them off their spots and crowding them into the middle of the field they did some conceptual things on that Jalen Rieger touchdown so you know give them a lot of credit but at the end of the day I don't think it's a concerning thing that's really gonna you know keep the Packers from excelling in 2020. Okay Ben last one for me uh I, I just like studying like quarterbacks and their impact. Now, Matthew Stafford's been there a long time. He's thrown for a lot of yards. He's never really had a big-time running game to help him out. But it seemed like once they got T.J. Hawkinson, they did have a guy he can go to and rely upon in the red zone. So how does who's the defender that you would feel comfortable with covering T.J. Hawkinson? Because I think that was one of the things – um, when Zadarius Smith went up to talk to Pettit, they didn't like the fact they were dropping Preston Smith and covering tight ends very much. They wanted him to go after the quarterback. So how does uh, defending Hawkinson in the red zone, how does that help? Yeah, you know, that's a role I probably would, you know, leave for a Raven Green who's now on the shelf for yeah, the year. Out. So I yeah, think yeah. through and through, that's an Adrian Amos role. And I'm not sure there's anybody else to really warrant in that assignment. Maybe Will Redmond. But Darnell Savage, in my opinion, is not a man coverage safety. He did his best job at Maryland, kind of reading and reacting the quarterback's eyes and crashing into passing lanes. So I would really like to see Amos on T.J. Hawkinson. And, the, you know, the Detroit Lions had a philosophical change two years ago. They took an in-line tight end in the first round. They brought Jesse James over from Pittsburgh. They took Yep, sure did. Johnson. Yeah, you're right, you Jesse know. James, yeah. You know, they wanted to take some pressure off of Matthew Stafford, which, you know, 10 yeah. years into his career, it was time to take some pressure off of him. Mm-hmm. I'm in the boat right now. I think he needs a change, a change of scenery. And I kind of want to trade Matthew Stafford for Matt Ryan for the last three, four years of their careers just to see if maybe they can catch lightning in a bottle with some new settings, some new coaches, some new voices in their ears. Maybe Matthew Stafford back down to Georgia, sell out that, you know, that Atlanta Dome. I just think that would be a really so- good situation, too. Oh, franchise quarterback. We've never questioned their place, Hold but on. I think they need a change of scenery. I've always been throwing that around the past couple of years. What did Matt Ryan ever do to you to curse him to go to the Lions? Like, <laughs> no, are you I mean, mad at right. Matt Ryan? What, right. What's going on right. there? Right. I mean, I there's get no, Stafford. Nothing, there's nothing in Detroit. We all feel bad for Stafford, but what yeah. did Matt Ryan ever do to you to suggest such a thing? You keep it in the middle. Zone. I think it's an interesting <laughs> conversation because it's two quarterbacks we've never questioned if they were the franchise quarterback. They were the number one pick always the number one guy on their team. Yes, Matt Matt Ryan did sneak into a Super Bowl a couple years ago, but these guys have sneak. been stuck in mediocrity for most of their careers. And I just hate to see really talented quarterbacks 
kind of just flirting in the middle of the field for, or excuse me, the middle of the NFL for most of their careers. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do need a change of scenery. Sometimes, you know, it, it is just the people around you and the coaching staff and the scheme that you're in. I just like to see what happens if we, uh, you know, maybe put them in some new helmets. Well, yeah, I, I don't disagree I like with you. I don't know what does Tom Brady have a one year deal in Tampa? Oh, he got a two year deal. I, I think it was a two year, yeah. Okay, yeah, because I would love Brady retires. I would love to see either one of those guys go to Tampa with the weapons that they have. I, you know, I don't Gary, disagree that's with a you. Great, you know, I would love to see uh, Brady go to Atlanta, and I want to see Stafford go to Indianapolis. Ooh. <laughs> Who did you say to Indianapolis? Stafford. Stafford. Pass. Matthew Stafford, the Frank Reich. In Indianapolis Colts, that pass. team is ready to contend for 10 years. Pass. I agree. I Being agree. a Colts fan, I pass. I Actually, wear my Colts sweatshirt right now. Pass. No, Why I pass agree. on that, Steve? Because he's on the list, Gary. Well, what about Matt Ryan in Indianapolis then? I'd, I'd prefer Matt that, Ryan that over Matt Stafford. Too. Yeah, I, I'd yeah. much rather have Matt Ryan. I'll take either one of them over Phillip Rivers. Either man, one. I like this conversation, Ben. It's a good barbershop conversation. But, I mean, Andy's like the one home, team man. that can absorb a huge contract <laughs> at this point because of salaries, right? Correct. Yep. So, I mean, from that Phillip standpoint. $25 million, yeah. 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 So, I mean, they can absorb a Stafford or a Ryan contract to a, mm-hmm. to a certain degree if that's what they want to do, and they have no future because, obviously, they don't believe in Jacoby Brissett at this point either. Uh, mm-hmm. Going it, into it this game. Like they're a quarterback position away. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I want one more for you. The – uh, demise of Carson Wentz that happened in Philadelphia because you're you're right there. We talked a little bit about this Steve. about this last week and this mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts thing and how this offense yep. is probably going to change a little bit now with Jalen Hurts. Uh, yep. But there's a couple of things going on here. One, that offensive line has been brutal. Two, they got a bunch of young wide receivers. They don't have a lot of vets uh, to help out uh, Wentz or Jalen Hurts at this point. And three, and I brought this up last week. I'm just going to continue to hammer it. I think Frank Reich leaving really hurt Carson Wentz. It's getting to be tough to argue that at this point. Frank Reich, the offensive coordinator, John Filippo, the quarterback coach, I, was, I had a huge crush on both of them. I thought they did an outstanding job that Super Bowl year, mm-hmm. not only coaching the young quarterback, but designing the offense, making it in extremely quarterback-friendly. And you have to remember that year after the Super Bowl, the Eagles really struggled in 2018 and then in 19 and now in 20. So it's really making you say what's different oh, wait a minute, the offensive coordinator is different, the quarterback coach is different. And we got much younger at those positions with Mike Grow two years ago and Press Taylor in the quarterback room. So, you know, philosophically, it became more of a kumbaya kind of group speak room rather than a older guy mm-hmm. coaching the young quarterback. And I think Wentz still needed to learn. He still had some things to kind of clean up mechanically and, you know, execution-wise, but as long as this offense is the same, I expect Jalen Hurts to struggle just as much as Carson Wentz is struggling. It's not quarterback friendly at the moment. Not a whole lot of talent around him. Not a whole lot of consistency with the offensive line up front. The play calling has been all over the place. The design of the offense has been all over the place. I worry for whoever's that quarterback right there. But I'm willing to say I don't think Carson Wentz is a lost cause. I think he has ability. He's a little broken right now. His confidence is all over the place but I think we can fix this guy. He's still young and still has ability. There he is, Ben Fennell, NFL Network. He is the best. We love him. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Have a good weekend. That was amazing. Yeah, you too, guys. Take care. There he is, Ben Fennell on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline and uh, also does a great job breaking down the college athletes as well, always throwing up college tape and and breaking down certain players. So if you are a draft, Nick, 
Another good reason to follow Ben Fennel underscore NFL on Twitter. He joins us on the Great Midwest Bank hotline of applying for home renovation loan as you feeling anxious. Breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. The top of the hour brought to you by Axtrogen Twice Daily Thermometer. Don't take chances with COVID-19 or family's health. Check your temperature before dinner and in the morning. You get an accurate reading in seconds with the Axtrogen Temporal Scanner. The only home thermometer used and recommended by physicians and nurses. Stay safe with Axtrogen. Take quick time out. Change gears. Other side. It's Milwaukee Bucks time. Who are you more upset at at this point for this whole situation that we're in? Giannis? his agent, or the Bucks front office. 414-799-1250. Now the latest from Green Bay with Mike Clements. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 